Hello, and welcome back to A Sharper Life, the podcast that will help you take your life to the next level. I'm your host, Nikki Sharp, a two-time bestselling author, wellness expert, and transformation coach. And each week, I am here sharing my insights, tips, and experiences on how to live a happier, healthier, and more fulfilling life. So whether you're looking to improve your health, career, your relationships, or overall happiness, a sharper life has got you covered. From interviews with experts in their fields to solo episodes where I share my own personal experiences and actionable takeaways, you'll get the tools and inspiration you need to make positive changes in your life starting today. So if you're ready to unlock your full potential and live a life that's sharper, more vibrant, and more fulfilling, then hit that subscribe button and join me on this journey. So today I wanted to do a little bit more of a you and I talking, right? I'm just sitting down and I want to share some things that have been going on in my life because I realized that Instagram always shows one side, right? You see a photo, it looks beautiful. And like all people, I have things going on behind the scenes. And so last week, and I guess where I want to start this is that last week, I hit a moment in life where it just felt really, really busy. So ever since we got back from our honeymoon, you know, you're off for 13 days, a lot of travel. And I'm sure you've experienced this. You get back from a trip and it's like, oh my gosh, I have so much to catch up on. I have all the things to do. And I just, you know, I plowed straight in. My incredible program, the Ultimate Transformation Program, has started. And it's, I mean, it's my pride and joy. I love these calls. And there's always a lot of work that goes into it. On top of that, there's this podcast and just a variety of a lot of different projects that I'm working on at any given moment. And so last week, I kind of put my head in the sand and I was ready to just go. And one thing that I want to share is that in life, we will have different seasons. And what I mean by that is just like the seasons of weather and with those different seasons comes different fruit and vegetables and things that grow in certain times of year, you will also experience seasons in your life. So right now, and especially after January, I feel like we have all gone into this season of busyness, you know, getting things done, putting work first. And while that is good, right? And I'm I'm a full believer, like January, people feel motivated to do all the things. It also can take a toll. And at least that's what happened for me. Now, I didn't reach burnout. Thank goodness. This is something that I've dealt with quite a bit in my career, just in terms of putting work first. And that's because I love my work. I love what I do. I'm very passionate about it. But at the same time, I can oftentimes find that it's just like, go, 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 get shit done. And then I neglect other parts of my life. And so one thing I'd like you to think about, if you had a circle of life in front of you, so the circle of life has different categories. It has things like your spirituality, your education or learning, your relationships with friends and family, relationship with an intimate partner, your health being the nutrition, the food you eat, your physical activity, um, community so of these different and let's let's add joy right so of these different categories of a 1 to 10 
what would you mark yourself at for each of them just right now in this moment? One being like, you know, you're you're not doing any of it or like a, a Let's take a romantic relationship, one being like, things are not good, or I've put no effort into it, or I'm single and I hate it, and it's just not good. Or maybe your joy is at like a two, a three, or is it at a 10? So is your physicality, you know, the exercise you do, would that be in a 10? So if you had to choose a one to 10 of all of these different categories, what would you choose? Now, for me, this is a nice reminder to check in with myself. And I do this on a quarterly basis just to see where have I been spending my time, my energy, and my money. And this is actually a concept we go over in the Ultimate Transformation Program a lot. Where are you spending your time, energy, and money? And is it getting you closer to what you actually want? So for me, I'm very aware that I'm in a season of my life where work and career kind of takes a bit more of my time. But the tricky thing for me is that, as I mentioned, I can actually burn myself out because I'm putting, I guess, less emphasis on the other parts of my circle of life. And so what happened last week was I was feeling... I mean, I thought... (laughs) Let's be real, Nikki. I thought that I was doing really well and I was feeling good. I was doing less workouts than I normally do. So... I would count it a win if I did just 10 minutes of yoga in the morning. And I was not... I don't want to say I wasn't eating unhealthy, but I I was not making as much of an effort to grocery shop, to meal prep, or to even order food in. So I found myself getting to this place where I was ordering maybe one meal and then just so hyper-focused that I, I just wasn't eating a lot. And I... I personally don't like this. I don't like when I'm not prioritizing my my health, the nutrition that I eat, because I know it affects everything. And so with this, and I, I found that I also wasn't sleeping quite as well last week. And so when you're not sleeping as well, and well, when you're not sleeping as well, it affects everything. And one of the biggest things when it comes to health and wellness, taking care of yourself is, I think this is the most under talked about aspect and that's your sleep. And it is the thing that has the most profound and greatest shift in your life. So kind of tack on all of these things are going on for me a little bit less quality sleep. I'm not prioritizing my own self-development sense of well-being. And again, like I live and breathe this. So when I say that out of that circle of life, like if I'm normally at like an eight or nine, I was maybe dropping down to a five. But then business was getting so much more of my time and my energy and and my money too. Like what am I spending money on? Well, it's courses or whatever it might be. So by Friday, I was... My husband came home and we were sitting on the couch and I started feeling just kind of icky inside. Like, I don't know if you've ever felt this, but it's like, it's tightness. And I, I just, I like checked in with myself and I'm like, okay, what, what am I feeling right now? Like, what are the emotions coming up? And I was feeling frustrated. I was feeling frustrated with some things within my business with um, an assistant that unfortunately I needed to let go. And I was feeling frustrated that I was not being a better boss to get my... So I had two assistants to get them to do the things that I actually wanted. And so I felt like I was taking on more work, which radical ownership of self means that I'm not showing up as best I can to set them up for success. And I was 
I was feeling overwhelmed. And so I sat on the couch, we had a glass of wine and I just, I kind of let the valve go. And I just started talking and it's this concept I call word vomit where, and this is what I love about journaling as well. Just word vomit, just get it out. Because if we attach to the story, to the meaning, right, that's where challenges can come up. But for me, I've done so much of this internal work that I'm like, okay, I understand there's some stuff coming up. And the more that I started talking, the more came out. And soon I find myself like bawling and crying. And another thing that came up for me, and I, I shared this with my husband, is that I've recently I've been having just a lot of thoughts about kids. And I've decided I'm going to do a whole podcast about this. And I've seen actually a lot of people talking about it in terms of like podcasts that I listen to and people sharing the same things that I'm going through of like, I think I want kids. I've seen visions of the children that I'm going to have, like deep, deep visions. I did a ketamine session. I saw this little baby girl. And yet I'm having these reservations of, do I really actually want kids? And so I sat with it this week. And what I realized, and, and then sharing this with my husband, and what I realized was that I had been numbing and distracting myself all last week because I I didn't want to sit with these feelings, right? I didn't want to sit with this overwhelm with business, even though I know I'm in a season and even though I know it can be challenging and tough. And then I didn't really want to sit with these feelings about like children and should I should. And like, it doesn't, Nikki, you don't need to make this decision right now. But still, it's it's things that have been weighing on me, let's say. And so from there, after I, I shared and I released and I cried, I actually felt so much better. And it was so beautiful, just this this moment talking with with my hubby because he held so much space and we had a really beautiful conversation about it. But I did find, and this is kind of why I lead in with this story, I did find a few things that were coming up for me. One of them is that I'm seeking answers now. And the very thing that I teach is to be okay with uncertainty and that you don't need to know the answer right now. And yet, <laughs> I found myself doing the very thing that I teach you all not to do and or to do. It's like, it's okay. Things are uncertain. We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. You know, live in a place of high vibration and get clear on what you want, not what you don't want. And and all of this, and yet I was seeking clarity on something as, as big as children, like right here, right now. And it was literally taking over my mind. And the other thing that I started realizing, and this is something I haven't totally shared. I mean, I have, and I, I guess I haven't a lot, but in the beginning with my account with uh, Nikki Sharp on Instagram, that was a place like I started that account just as a an online diary for myself to while I was going through my eating disorders and my body dysmorphia. And it was a place for me really just to share vulnerably. I didn't even know who was going to follow me. It wasn't in my mind about sharing. It was like, this was just a place for me to, to voice it. And I also used it as a radical accountability tool. So I would post every day photos of my meals that I was eating because I was trying to focus on good food and not eating crap food and binging. And people started following. They loved the vulnerability. They shared more with me. 
And at the time, I would post headless body shots of myself. So it was very easy to share about yourself when people don't actually know like who you are, what you look like. And it was so cathartic. It was beautiful. And this is where my whole brand really has started from was this Instagram account in 2013. And I will do another episode about my eating disorders and how Instagram and the community helped me heal. But for context of what I'm sharing now, I as, I, as the account has gotten bigger and as I've been labeled an expert and you know going on TV and sharing all of these things and these tips and tools, I've also found that this little personal dilemma that I've had, which is do I share things as expert Nikki, like as coach Nikki, or do I share things as vulnerable Nikki, just like your best friend would, or hopefully your best friend is vulnerable. And I kind of oscillate between these two because when I started the the famous experts like Jillian Michaels or Dr. Mark Hyman and people that I've looked up to, they don't share about their day-to-day traumas or triggers or what they're going through. This is something also like working with Tony Robbins. He has stories from when he was a child growing up that he now shares that he's overcome. And so I've always battled between, do I share the thing that I'm going through right now? Like I'm not out of it necessarily, but do I share that or do I share it when I'm out of it? And I've utilized the tools that help me so that I can then share that. And so as the account, my, my account, Nikki Sharp, has gotten bigger, my audience has gotten bigger, the podcasting, I'm having incredible interviews, doing all these amazing things, doing, you know, speaking on stage. I have found that my personal vulnerability has gone down. And I don't like that. I want to be vulnerable. I want to be open. I want to share with you like everything going on in my life because that's what healed me in the first place. And I I see the power of of sharing and and vulnerability. And it's another concept in UTP that I teach is that there are two magic pills. One of them is vulnerability. The other is authenticity. And with everything that I've been doing and getting caught up in the busyness of life, I found that I haven't been as vulnerable or authentic as I'd like to be. Now, that's not because I am doing that sort of consciously. It's because of this, well, you know, do people really want to know about you? But like also, and I'm going to be like for totally frank here, I don't think people really care about me per se. Like, I don't think you necessarily care what I eat on a day to day basis. Like, that doesn't affect you. What I think to be more true is the things that I share, you take for inspiration in your own life. Right. So I'll share my meals and you take that as inspiration of like what you can eat, what you should eat. If I wear something, I don't think you actually care about, okay, Nikki Sharp is wearing a blue colored shirt today. That's not going to change your life. But if I'm wearing a shirt and you look at it and you're like, oh, that's really pretty. Maybe I want that shirt. Where, you know, can you link it? So my kind of understanding has been like, I'm not a Kardashian. I've never wanted to be. I don't want to be like in my lifetime. I think people care about the Kardashians because they're like, wow, this is interesting. What are they doing? Like they share their life, whether or not it's totally vulnerable and authentic. Whereas I share things to help you. I share my life in order to help you, to give you tools. So because of this, I found that the my own vulnerability 
has gone down. Now with that, I can then find myself numbing and distracting. And when I say numbing, if you've listened to this podcast since it started, I've I'm a lover of red wine. I don't I don't go out. I actually go out less than I ever have. I think I drink less like quantity wise, but I'm more consistent in drinking my red wine because I love red wine. It gives me a sense of of peace, of of like I don't even want to say safety, but maybe it's just like it's calming. But I also know, having had the interviews and speaking with so many experts, that alcohol, especially daily, is not good for you. So last week, I found myself drinking more red wine than I would necessarily like, which then naturally affects my sleep, which then naturally affects how I feel about myself and my business and everything the following day. And the other side of it, so the numbing, so getting really clear on like where are you numbing and distracting and going back to that circle of life, like the very thing that you want, let's say you want more joy or you want the romantic relationship. And if you don't have it, you're not at that level 10. Are you numbing yourself because you don't like the pain associated with it? So I realized last week, I, <laughs> yay, I was definitely doing some numbing. On the other side, I realized I was distracting myself from feeling the feels. And I was like throwing myself more and more into work because if I do more, right, I'll get further. And then what ended up coming from it was just this total breakdown of me being like, I don't feel like I'm any further in my business than I was last year. I don't have any new programs launched. I don't have any sort of passive income. Like it's my time for money, which frustrates me. And through all of this, I was like, I feel like a hamster on a wheel and I keep going and I love what I do, but fuck me, am I tired with it? Right. So that's the thinking in the mind. So I'm numbing myself, I'm distracting myself, I'm pushing myself in work, I'm go, go, go. And from all of that, once I had this kind of big breakdown, I, I call it a breakdown to have a breakup. And meaning the breakup is once you're down, you can choose how long you're going to stay there or you can help yourself through various practices which I'll share how to come back up. And so you know as as I've mentioned like it's challenging the things that I want to share. Like I'd love your feedback honestly. Like please DM me on Instagram or just reach out because I want to know what resonates with you. I want to know do you want to know exactly what I'm going through right now? Or like, do you not really care until I've used the tools to get me out of it sort of thing? I want to share some of the trauma that I'm working through and innerhood child stuff and, and f- the fucking like spiritual onion and the layers and like, oh, it's so sticky sometimes. And like, just when I feel like I've peeled another layer back, I'm like, oh my God, there's another one. And I don't know if you've ever felt that, but it's like, can I just catch a break? So anyways, I had this whole thing last week. I sat in it. I sat in my shit, my own my own sitting in the shit, which is a podcast episode I talk about. I will link it in the show notes where I got so frustrated. I mean, let's say my husband was the trigger. I ended up throwing an avocado at the wall. That was it's a funny story. And I realized that I was not allowing myself just to sit in the uncomfortable emotions. I was choosing to like swim in it and like make myself more dirty. So I explained the whole concept in in the episode, but I think it's called um, feel it to heal it. So I realized that I last week wasn't allowing myself to feel it. Now, as I've mentioned, this kind of oscillation between like, do I share things now? Do I share them when I've overcome them? I was working out this weekend and I was listening to a song by Dolly Parton. And I'm like, 
okay, here to complicate my own mind even more. I'm like, Dolly Parton has never come out to talk about her challenges, her struggles. Like right now in the media, we have Brooke Shields blaming her mother for how could she, you know, let Brooke do, Brooke do all these things as a child. And, you know, it's a lot of victim consciousness, if you ask me. Now, because it's like, sure, we can sit there and blame people all day long about our our problems. I understand what she's doing. But then on the other side of it, you have Dolly Parton, who has never come out and shared her political stances. She's never shared what challenges she's going through. She shows up with radiance and vibrancy to inspire you, right? To make you feel good through her music. And that's where I get confused, being like, do people want to follow me so that I can inspire them through the the things that I've worked through again? Or do like, you know, like the Dolly Parton and being vulnerable in my own right? Or do, you know, do does my audience want the like, this is just real. This is happening like real time right now. This is the fight I got in with my husband. Like, fuck, it sucks. I don't know what to do. I mean, I know what to do. We're working with an amazing therapist who I'm also going to have on the podcast. But it's like, you know, at what point do you share? And then I found myself this weekend comparing myself to other people in the industry who have had kids and they love motherhood and they, you know, they, they like, sure, they're tired, but their identities have shifted and they've reprioritized. And so my mind this weekend was just like a clusterfuck of thoughts. And so, as I said, having this breakdown, which was needed after enough days of kind of pushing away the feelings. I had my breakdown in order to have my my breakup or my upward spiral. And from there, I, I made a few decisions. So one of them was, I was going to do this podcast. And this podcast is entirely unscripted. It has... I have no bullet points. I normally at least write like one or two things I'm going to talk about. I'm freeballing it entirely. But I decided I was going to do this podcast and just sort of be real. Share what's been going on for me and the the thoughts that I have as this expert in the field and what do I share, what do I not and kids and and like I also want to hear your your viewpoints on kids. Like I'm I'm all for it. I'm learning every day from you as well. And so that was one is doing this podcast and just like just doing it with no script, no nothing. So here I am and and here we are talking through these things. Now, the other thing that I decided was that I had been prioritizing so much of my work that I needed to come back to me, reconnect to myself. And so yes, I teach health, I teach wellness, I live and breathe this industry. But like all humans, I can sometimes, you know, dip down in my own world of of taking care of myself. And so I made it a priority to for the at least the next week to journal or meditate every single day, which always ends in a gratitude log. I made it a priority that 10 minutes of yoga is an absolute non-negotiable because one of the things I found as well from working so much last week was my back started hurting a lot more. And I've dealt with sciatica and a a bad back on my right hand lower side. And I've gone to the chiropractor. I've gotten copying acupuncture. Like we're to the point where, I mean, I take so much turmeric and we're to the point where I'm probably going to have to get an MRI, which I've never had one before. I've never broken a bone. So that's a little scary. But anytime that I'm stressed or I'm working a lot, I, and I'm working a lot when I'm stressed, 
right? Because the stress is I'm not doing enough. So then I work more. And so they go hand in hand. So now my back is killing me. Yay. If you have any recommendations, I'm all for it. With that, I I said, yoga is a non-negotiable. I actually went down a rabbit hole of Gabor Mate. I don't know if you've ever listened to his stuff, but I was... I just went down a rabbit hole listening to like everything. I, I'm obsessed with his content and I found some really incredible videos that just resonated. So between that and Esther Hicks, so I don't, if you've ever heard of Esther Hicks, it like, oh my, she's amazing. But if not, please Google her. So her name is Abraham Hicks. She channels um, from above. And when she channels, it's all about, you know, let's just say like, the spiritual divinity from above channels through her and gives wisdom. And in her stuff is just like powerful, incredible. And, you know, it's a nice reminder, at least for me that trying to work more and harder to get the things that I want is taking me, it's resistance. It's taking me out of the flow of what, like really what I want. So I decided that I was going to start listening to one video a day while doing my, my, uh, yoga. So now I'm actually doing 15 minutes because I'm listening to this. So I'm feeling better. And I've also been going to bed earlier. So sometimes, and actually kind of the the crux of like why I'm sharing this whole story is because sometimes, and I hope that you are listening to this, when we feel in those crunchy, hard moments, when we're stressed, we're overwhelmed, we do have to have a breakdown. We do have to hit, have that moment of rock bottom, whatever that looks like. Whether it's like I, I always used to when we had a bathtub, drink some red wine, do a bubble bath, put on sad songs, and like I would just, I'd cry my eyes out, and that was sort of a, a rock bottom for me in order to release whatever it was that I was pushing back and didn't want to deal with. So, with with that, I, I actually just lost my train of thought there. What was I saying before that? Anyways, we're just going to roll with it since this is again unscripted. So I I had my sort of you know breakdown and listening to the these things and prioritizing sleep a little bit more. So now it's like I've been feeling really good about it, and then also just saying I need to get outside of my house daily because I have a tendency to do my client calls. Sure, I take breaks throughout the day, but. Last week, I found myself... I was working 12 hours nonstop without moving, without getting... like I'd go pee, I'd eat, and then I'd, I'd go back to work. So now I'm getting outside every single day just for fresh air. I know how good it is. I preach this to you. you know. And the very things that I teach, if I'm not walking my walk, then uh, you know, I got to do a recheck. So through all of this and what like... Oh, that's what I was saying is like when you have that breakdown, it's a... A reminder to come back to you. It's actually a gift. It's a gift to check in in your circle of life or to see where am I spending my time, my energy, and my money? And is it getting me closer to where I want or is it draining me? And, you know, through all of this and a few days in a row of really prioritizing me, I found that I'm, you know, like I'm starting to come back to myself and I'm feeling better. And there are still some challenges personally that I'm going through in my life, in my intimate relationship. And yes, one day I will talk about these right now. Not yet. (laughs) Let's just put it that way. And I have so many thoughts about that too. Like, I want to know what others are going through because I'm like, is this normal? Like, is this normal what I'm going through? Like, I, I don't know because I feel like it's not. But that being said, I also realize that's the power of vulnerability and authenticity. So 
I had my own little kind of breakdown whole thing this this uh, this past week had my breakup my my moving upwards changing my energy changing my state and one of the things I really learned and working with my own therapist is that I need to set more boundaries for myself in my business I need to set more boundaries in my relationship and ultimately the boundary is to protect me so I can show up from a full cup right and when I say protect me it's preserving my energy so I'm showing up as the best version of Nikki Sharp that I can. And so I'm a work in progress, you guys. I'm 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 doing it. I'm doing all the things. I'm doing the exercises that I teach in UTP. So I wanted to just like one with no point whatsoever for this podcast. I wanted to at least leave you with a few tips that you can take away if you've been feeling in a crunchy mood or overwhelmed or stressed. Um, and I wanted to just also say like, this is kind of a nice one for me. I used to blog all the time. And this podcast is a nice one because there is no like rhyme or reason to it. I didn't come here to necessarily teach you something. I came here just to like speak my truth, whatever truth felt like coming out right now. So anyways, here we are. And I wanted to leave you, as I said, with a few things. So one, check in in the circle of life and you can go back and listen, but I'll, I'll rename a few of them. Just you can literally draw it yourself, see where you are on a scale. So where are you of a one to 10 with your intimate relationship? Where are you in a one to 10 with your friends and your family? Where is your joy? Where is your physical health, meaning your nutrition, what you're eating? Where's your physical health in terms of your exercising? Where is your career? And I think, and, and spirituality, where is your spirituality or religion, like a connection to something bigger than you? Where are your finances? So these are just some things to check in to see where you are. And if you're not feeling good in life, this is a great way to go say, like, Okay, you know, I've been putting a lot of work into my career and it's feeling really high, but oh my God, my intimate relationship and my friends and family, like super low. So then you can kind of work backwards to start scheduling or making more time for the other things in order to have a more balanced life, right? That's what a sharper life is all about, helping you balance all the different areas in life. So that's one. Number two, ask yourself, literally write it down where am I spending my time, my energy, and my money? Where am I spending my time, my energy, and my money? And is it getting me closer to the things I'm trying to achieve, the results that I want? Or is it getting me further? So for example, last week, if I want to feel good and rested and vibrant and excited about life, well, I know I wasn't spending my time, energy, on money on those things because I worked out less. I didn't eat as well as I wanted to. And I was spending money on my red wine. It's not like I'm you know, spending crazy amounts, but I'm not, my, the money is going to something that's actually bringing me further from the results that I want. So where are you spending your time, energy, and money? And once you answer that, what needs to shift? And the last one is what season are you currently in in your life right now? So just as I mentioned in the beginning, we have different seasons of, you know, full throttle business. Maybe you're in a season where you're a new mother and like family is everything to you right now. Or maybe you just got in a new relationship. Like one thing I recognize was that while I met my partner and we started dating and, and we learned more about each other, 
and then we planned our our wedding a year and a half and then we had the wedding i i actually used to give myself a lot of crap for not spending more time on my business and i'm like nikki no wonder your business maybe hasn't grown as much as you wanted for the past 2 years my season has literally been about a relationship my intimate relationship to nourish it to grow it to learn about him him to learn about me to plan this beautiful wedding to settle into being what married is and i i mean it was such an aha moment to recognize that and that's why the circle of life is so important that as much as i'd like to be spending as much time on business back then well no the the romantic relationship was literally the most important thing and and it was both on a conscious and subconscious level. Now, for you, maybe family, a newborn, or your kids, it, that's your season. And so naturally, you know, maybe your work is taking a little bit of a back step, but that's it's asking yourself, what season am I in in my life right now? And you don't need to, you know, have an answer to when it ends, but just to be aware that at some point there needs to be a shift. So no wonder for me, things are a bit different and I'm like full throttle in business and I'm excited and I'm passionate. Well, that's because for the past two years, I wasn't as much in that. So I've redirected my energy. So asking yourself those three questions and getting clear will give you, I mean, so much just inner peace and clarity and understanding of where you are, where you're trying to go. And the last thing that I would just openly share is the importance of vulnerability. So here I am talking to you. I'm actually really enjoying this podcast by the end of it. Like it's maybe I need to do more of these. But the importance of vulnerability starts with saying, what am I not happy about in my life? Okay, so what am I not happy about? And I'd even write that down. What am I not happy about in my life? Where am I numbing and distracting myself? Am I numbing myself through drugs, through alcohol, through spending, through getting in fights with people by ignoring people? Am I distracting myself through, you know, to-do lists? So where am I numbing and distracting myself? And just taking a look at those things and then going to the other questions because Vulnerability at the end of the day is key to everything. It is key to what will make you feel joyful and have more peace and more freedom. I understand it's hard to be vulnerable with those in your life sometimes or your family. That's what I love about the UTP Ultimate Transformation Program is it's such a safe container to be vulnerable. And I'm using this platform now, this podcasting as my safe container to just share whatever's on my mind. So with that, I kind of went over a, a, a lot and a little and some actionable takeaway tips. And I would, I would so honestly, I would just so honestly love to hear your feedback on this episode. Like, did you like it? Did it resonate with you? Do you want me to do more like this where I'm just kind of like talking about whatever's going on? Do you I, like? I'd love to hear your your feedback on if you've ever had back pain. Like, what have you done? Help the sister out here. You know, hashtag asking for a friend. And I'd also love to know your thoughts on kids and family because that's something that's been just coming up. And it's a a podcast that I am going to do a whole big deep dive into it. And yeah, I'm just I want to hear it all. And and what season are you in? in your life. So any of these, please share them, write to me. You can send me an email 
uh, Nikki at NikkiSharp.com. I'd love to hear from you. And with that, I hope that you enjoyed this slightly different episode and that it resonated at some level with you. And of course, my my gentle ask is that if you did like it, please hit the follow button on Spotify if you listen there or the subscribe on iTunes. And please share you know, what you liked about this episode or this podcast because that really helps me to know that what I'm doing is resonating with you. And you know, if you leave a review, please share like exactly like what was it about this episode or the podcast in general? Because I'm always trying to learn and grow and change and, and, you know, just improve it. At the end of the day, life is all about improving. So with that, again, hope you enjoyed it. And until next week, here's to a sharper life. 